accepted. I guess I'll just go fuck myself. <laughs> All right. Welcome, Whiskey Friday podcast fans. Hey, coming to you, we have uh, Ugly Sweater Edition. Uh, ugly Sweater Party at my house. We are across this, our next door at the man cave of Patriot Mike's house, just hanging out, doing our thing. Real quick, at whiskey underscore Friday underscore podcast, Instagram, Facebook. Facebook is the Whiskey Friday podcast. Like, subscribe, follow. Do it all. Do it all. Go follow us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Pandora. All of them have them now. Not we're, Spotify. We're, we're up on all of them. Oh, we're on Spotify now. We're up on all of them, so let's go. Um, all right. So before we got started, Patriot Rob is with us, and he has a story for everybody. All right, so we went golfing today. Who, who's Patriot, we? Patriot, Aaron, and I. There we go. And uh, started off pretty cold. There was a frost delay. I think on hole number two, there was, I mean, I don't know how thick the ice was on the, on the you grass. Play? El Rio. El Rio. Oh, yeah. That we, we were, when we were on the range, we were hitting frost balls. Yeah. Yeah, there no was wind, chunks of ice. You're looking like 930. It was, it was rough. Yeah, I think we actually teed off after 930, but yeah. there was still areas with a bunch of ice. But anyways, you know, our old decrepit asses out there took us a few, few holes to warm up. <laughs> Some few drinks to get the juices flowing, but anyways, it's so hard not to laugh because all I see is the face that's coming. Oh God! So you know, towards the end, you know, we're handfuls of drinks deep, and uh, we're at the point where we're both complete. Like, so it was nice actually. It was cold, but there was no wind. And then, like hole, it was hole number eight. Yep. All of a sudden, these fucking gale force winds show up, and so, but it was to our back on hole number eight. And uh, so we get up there, hit the ball, hit the, we hit it, I hit it pin high, but it was just off the green. He hit his over the green, over the green into the reeds, gone. And uh, on the drive, on the, on the drive. drive, wow, it hit, the, it bat, hit, the, the divot was, was on the green and I hit the green and it fucking just, it was gone. Past. So anyways, <laughs> we're out there and, and the wind's bad. It's cold. We're drunk. And so we're just fucking around at this point, dropping I ran out of balls, so I'm pulling all dead grass balls. Digging balls out of mine. <laughs> dead, so, dead grass, dead grass ball. balls. Yeah. But anyways, I can't remember what hole it was on, but uh, <laughs> we we go up there. I get up, hit hit my ball, go to get back in the cart, and as I'm going to like sit back in the cart, I got one foot in. This fucker slams on the gas. Okay. Now I'm one foot in the cart, one foot in, right? Oh shit. And he hits me. You know the little handle rail that's on the side of the seat? Yeah. And just splits me right up my fucking ass crack with this thing. I mean, dude, it dislocated my right hip, dude. I was like, God damn it. I was like, I can feel my right hip come out and my asshole. All I heard is, oh, you're inside me. (laughs) (laughs) It, it, It hurt in places I didn't know there was feeling. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> He's laughing. Almost kills us. Crashes every other time after that. I fucking jumped into the car. Yeah, I wasn't oh, jumped in, and then I would do this. You good? Uh, yeah. uh, hey, if Rob would have broke something, he would have serious PTSD yeah. about golf. Yeah, I know. Ryan that, it, I felt bicep, so bad because it, it wasn't like I was. Try- <laughs> I wasn't trying to like mess with him or anything like that. He just did one of those like to where he got in, and I was like, all right, let's take off. But he went, he like sat down 
And that that rail just went right up his butt. Oh, right up it the was butt. Right between my butt cheeks. Like there was no like grazing. It was in oh, there. He even did the the old. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Dude, I'm not joking. I literally felt it out here in my hip. Like it moved. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, but you're right. If he wakes up tomorrow and his right hip hurts, oh. we're not going to hear the end of it. <laughs> you are. And, and, no, and he's never going golfing with you. No. Again. No, I was all excited. Well, Me and Rob haven't golfed by ourselves ever, and now, uh, now I ruined it. Never yes, again. You did it on purpose. Oh, uh, we so, gotta go with friends. We gotta go with friends from now on. There goes your, there goes your one shot. Yeah, you one shot. It up. Driving but me. I totally Eminem that for sure. Cheddar bobbed it. All right, so um, we'll get into some stuff real quick. Uh, first, I wanna uh, do a retraction from last week. Um, Last week, we talked about some election stuff, and I wanted to make sure I corrected myself because I was wrong on one thing. I said that the electors don't cast their votes till January 6th. That's not true. The electors have casted their votes. Um, There is some contested elections, but that doesn't matter. What happens January 6th now is that the electors give their vote to Congress, and basically what happens is the House accepts it, the Senate accepts it, and then Mike Pence accepts it. My, the VP will will accept the votes. Okay, so here's the two paths to victory. And obviously, we don't know what's going on right now. Um, I haven't really heard anything that's going on today. Today was the 45th day after the election where Trump could push his executive order that he signed into law in 2018. And what this executive order basically does is if it is known there's foreign interference from any of the um, any foreign activity, he can he can call the election null and void and just it's wiped out. At that point, it goes directly to the House and the House has Republicans have the lead because it's once one vote per state. There's 26 Republican states, 23 um, Democratic states, one that's a tie. So then Trump would, if all the Republicans voted, then Trump gets in. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen, but the second path that he has to victory is of all the electoral college states, six of them, um, and I want to say... That was six or seven. New Mexico, Arizona, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Wisconsin, Michigan. So seven of them all sent their, when they went to vote for the the electors, the GOP electors voted for Trump, which they're not supposed to do. Um, and that is one of the unwritten laws of the Constitution. It's always been whoever wins the state gets it. And all the electors meet and they say, okay, this is their state. Right, but we talked about that last week, how the so electors could say... The electors nah, can tell you. everyone We're to not fuck doing off. that. I mean, they're, they're, even the Democratic electors could say, no, we want Trump. This is So, with that, they're still calling the elector electoral college for Joe Biden. But it is considered a contested election right now because there's still litigation uh, out there in a bunch of states... Here's the thing that they would need to happen. Come January 6th, this is when they send their votes to Congress. One House member 
and one Senate member need to step up and say this um, election was should be null and void. So once they step up, then they have to vote on it. And once they go through their votes and talk about the fraud and all that stuff, then the vice president will sign off on it, yes or no. Mike Pence can still sign off on it saying no. Now, he will not do that unless there is um, enough votes to say that. He's not going to do it. Mike Pence, although how good he is, he's not never going to go against the Constitution. Right? And I hope he doesn't. I mean, I'm just saying that. So, but if Mike Pence says, yes, this is a contested election, boom, it goes back to the House for the single vote states. So every state gets their vote. Back to the 26 to 23 Donald Trump. So I wanted to get that out there. And this all happens on the 6th of next month? January 6th. But I'm still telling you, there's only two dates that matter. January 20th, when someone raises their right hand to get inaugurated, and then the day Trump concedes. Which I don't see see Trump conceding. No. So there's a lot more going on behind the scenes. But here's the deal anymore, guys. I'm, I'm... Almost out of hope. I've been drinking that hope train for a long time. I'm telling you right now, I'm not out of fight, but I'm out of hope. I, I'm almost out of hope. I, I'm just like, for four years, we've been wishing, wanting people to get arrested, wanting people to get get what is coming to them. Hillary Clinton uh, lied in front of everybody. Barack Obama lied in front of everybody. Joe Biden and Hunter Biden are just getting away with fucking murder right now. Hunter Biden, to to his dad, is the smartest man he's ever met. I don't know if you guys saw that election or that, that interview. But it's just, it's getting old. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen. So so I, I was reading something on uh, OAN that I guess there was an interview or a statement that was released by the Trump campaign or the Trump administration saying that if it goes down the way that they're saying that he's going to declassify a lot of stuff. Yeah. So so basically any, what what he's looking at is um, Julian Assange and Edward Snowden are going to get pardoned. Um, uh, they're going to get pardoned soon. Uh, Papadopoulos will probably get pardoned here soon. Um, and then basically what's going to happen is um, uh, what one thing that just came out was Project Veritas. Um, you guys know what Veritas means in Latin? Mm-hmm. It, it, truth. Uh, I mean, th- that's basically their thing is Project Truth. So they they came out with this thing. It, it was a um, a recor- recorded phone call before Julian Assange got arrested. And basically, what it was was Julian Assange was on the phone with the state uh, department state attorney, so the state uh, secretary of state attorney, which was Hillary Clinton at the time, and pretty much warned them that hey. A guy that worked for me stole all my documents and he's going to leak all your names. So you need to be careful and take care of your agents because a lot of our documents had your agents' names in them. Well, the reason they arrested Julian uh, Julian Assange was that he leaked all these documents. But then now all of a sudden comes out these things where he was warning the State Department and five times they, told, they pretty much told him to fuck off. So there, there's this stuff coming out. That once, <clears throat> once Trump pardons these two, all this stuff's gonna come out. And and again, here's my um, my 
my less than um, normal hope uh, train, but supposedly they have everything they need to arrest everybody, everybody out there. I mean, and you and you you're talking, you you name a politician that doesn't have the last name Trump, and they are fucking knee deep in this shit, and that is a big problem with everybody. That, that's one of the biggest problems, and that's why Trump has had the issues he's had, which is going to be the topic of what we talk about tonight, which I'm really excited to get your guys' uh, points on. But um, if you guys don't follow him, Colonel Allen West was a big supporter of Trump from the get-go. Um, he's this black dude. He's a fucking uh, brilliant man. He actually talks about um, not a civil war, but almost a, a secession. Um, that's the, the right and the left. We are so far off of the plane from what each other think about that. We need to separate that. There needs to be a separation and like, Hey, almost like this country does what they do and give us this. And I think, I think I might've been talking to you, but basically what it is is, um, from Arizona to Florida. And it's almost like a, uh, you go Arizona straight up. So you, you kick off the West Coast, and then from Florida, you go like 45-degree angle up that way up towards like North Dakota, and you, you take that, and you, like sep- and, you, and you separate, almost like a, a, what, an acute triangle. Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. So an acute triangle in, in that fashion, and that's the new country that we live in. And we take the Constitution... They do what they want up northeast and then the west coast. They do what they want and, and we just call it good. Because basically what he was talking about is like you, it, you're so far away from each other's beliefs. What? You're so oh, far yeah. away now. You, you've, you've literally, you, you have nothing in common. Nothing. There, I mean, you want to go shooting? No, I hate guns. What? You want to go drink a soda pop? I fucking hate plastic. Like it, it, it's so far away. It is. I know. I know it sounds goofy, but you're so far like spread away. And then with all the coronavirus stuff, it's even further. I mean, you guys heard the Tom Cruise rant. Oh, the geez. guy is fucking mental. They have gone mental. And guess what? Leftists hear that and, and they they love, they love it. Oh, yeah. They they are happy that this guy. Just ripped into two guys making making forty dollars an you hour. You heard it. Uh-uh. Oh. So it's on the set. You don't need to yeah. play it. It's well, on the set of Mission Impossible Seven. They're sitting there, and two guys not two, not like a whole thing, but two guys on the set were walked were, were, were next to each other and put their masks down while they talked to each other. And Tom Cruise stopped the the recording, walked over, and just fucking ripped into him. And I'm the reason you have this job. We employ 700 to fucking 1,000 people a month and blah, blah, blah. Fuck you. You guys do that again. You're fucking fired. You're fucking off my set. Went off on them. And everyone's like... But you you, I, you see leftists that are like, finally, someone that like tells these Republicans what's up. Like, uh, you have no idea what, what the hell they're talking about. But re- regardless. Wow. Neither here nor there. I, I just thought it was cool. So go listen to Alan West. He's a very smart dude. He brings up a lot of good points. Now he's not saying we should do it, but he's saying this is what it could. This come is to. what it's coming because that that decision is actually better than a civil war. I mean, I what would it take to, for something like that to happen? Probably a civil war. I mean, 
mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be honest, it would probably take a civil war to divide the country like that. I don't, I don't know if it would go that deep. The technology is too much to where I don't think we're going to see wars like we have. So, like, a civil war, a new civil war, wouldn't be like, like the, the old, old civil, civil war. war. It'd be very, like, advanced. Like, techie. Like, hey, it would have to fuck be. you over it there. Could, it would and it, they would text be. back, no, fuck you. <laughs> nah, fuck you. What's your name? What's your name? Ezekiel. Fuck you, Ezekiel. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> all right, so um, what I want to get into, all right, is the illusion of power. Okay. So I'm gonna premise this off, and I wanna I, I wanna like walk around the room and get your guys' take on on what I'm about to talk about on how it um coincides with today's um, issues. All right, so um, illusion of power. Um, so there was this documentary, and I want to say it was on A and E or Nat, Nat Geo or something like that, to where it showed a bunch of um, normal citizens owning. Um, exotic animals. No, this isn't the Joe Exotic show or anything like that, right? So exotic animals meaning, okay, you have lions, tigers, and bears on mine. But you also have, um, there was like a 2,000-pound bronco uh, on there. There was a hippopotamus, which, um, so real quick, I I, got to do this. So I had this in my mind, and then this pops up from Tim Kennedy Oh, Man shoot. mauled to death by pet hippo. Just, he described as like a son. Oh, wow. uh, so what's a fucking hippo? It's a fucking. And then goddamn Tim, things like four thousand pounds. Tim Kennedy, Kennedy at the bottom said a hippo's gonna hippo. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, I mean, it's um, a wild so animal. but it, but it showed these people raising exotic animals, and the biggest, the the hardest part to even fathom for for most people. To raise an exotic animal, you're like, well, they could eat your face off. We we all saw those star- stories like a decade ago about the monkeys ripping the women's face off, right, and all that stuff. And it's just kind of people go crazy. But what people don't really hear about all the time is dogs going crazy, right, and fucking killing a kid or killing a human, biting their throat, all this stuff. Well, what they were talking about is like they have given these animals, um, they have shown the animals that they have the power so it the, the animals have this illusion that these people have the power right that and they're the alpha that they're the alpha and not this 2,000 pound hippo that could toss this 180 pound man into the wind if he wanted to they don't know this it's in their blood that they they just it doesn't co- it doesn't like uh um register. register in their brain so a couple of these things they were talking about was this bronco, this 2,000-pound bronco that could destroy this human. When it was a, a small uh, horse, it was in a small cage. And basically what this guy would do was he would go into the cage and he would lift the cage and then slam it down in front of the horse. The horse was watching and he'd lift the cage up and slam it down. And then he would like act like the cage was so hard to open up. Jesus. So hard to open up, and the Bronco was like, I mean, just look at him like, oh my god, this thing's ridiculous. So at 2,000 pounds, this Bronco could literally just walk and tumble over this, this fence, if it wanted to. But there's this, like, 
subconscious thing that we're no way. There's no way he can push it. This fence is almighty and all like he can't get across it. So it's just this like whole thing where you, you train the human mind to be weaker than what it is. So in today's society, we talked about this a little bit over, over lunch. Get, give your two cents and we'll, we'll wrap it around the room. So it's, I mean, obviously it's programming. You talk about these horses that, you know, you break a horse, right? There's this illusion of power. You, you've seen them where they take a horse and they'll take the reins and tie it off to a plastic chair. Plastic chair. And the horse won't go anywhere. Stand. Because it just thinks that that's, you know, it's it has that illusion of power. Yep. And, you know, the thing is, is we're, so humans are the same way. Mm-hmm. All it takes for the human mind is just to repeat it, just to constantly repeat it. And so this is actually a psychology is where... Is that gaslighting? Okay. So... You, you, all you have to do is just repeat it. it it's not facts. You, you can repeat nope. something over and over and over, over and, and over it again. sticks. Yep. And, uh, you know, you think about it, everything you see is President-elect Joe Biden, right? Everything you see. I mean, before he was, before the, all, anything, it's they're programming, programming, programming. Bo, 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 bo. Well, he I even mean, made a banner that sits behind him when he's on TV that says Office of President-Elect. Sure. Which, which has never happened. So, so the thing is, is uh, you know, there's two parts of your brain, and uh, that primal part of your brain is still there, but it's in your subconscious. And so these messages that come through, they stay back there, but they're not in our cognitive mind. Yep. And so we act on that subconsciously through what we are fed over and over and over and over. And so all these things that we see on TV, the radio, media, whatever, there is, uh, and what, I mean, I could really go off on this stuff because they do, they put things in there that we don't see with our naked eye, but our subconscious mind Boom, hits it, up. it all and, the time. And they control us like this. This is science. This is real. This is yeah. it. I'm not making stuff up. This is real. They, you ever seen uh, Fight Club? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They put cl- cluts the one little clip out. It happens so fast you can't you can't see. I mean, you can see it in the movie because they're trying to make a point. Right. But if they really did that, we wouldn't be able to see it with our naked nope. eye. Right. But it plants in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this is a real thing. And so yeah, they there is a sense of control that you see visually through the television or media's or whatever, and um, and that's like what you talk. There's an illusion of power, and so all of a sudden we just believe everything that we're seeing or hearing or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've often wondered the things that we've been raised to believe if they are even true at all. You know, like, I mean, you want to talk about vaccines, right? You got to have immunization records, right? You got can't register your kid for school without immunization records, right? I mean, we talk about plans that are 200 years long. Yep. You know, sorry, I'm not trying to hijack because I could go on for days no, about, no, no. about the- mental programming, but uh, it is a real thing. And so we do it to animals, but we also do it to each other. Hundred percent. What's, what's that? Uh, what's that book? Two legs good, four legs bad. What's that? Uh, oh, Animal Farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Oh, that's <laughs> beautiful. Nothing. I got nothing. I mean, I'm just kind of taking it in. It's pretty. It's really crazy. Yeah. It's really crazy. So what? Like what, after what we said though, what? Like what are your thoughts? Like can you can you see that or? Um, I know. I, I know you're not like watching the news. I'm always and all just that skeptical stuff. about everything that you. Guys I know say you too, are. Yeah. Everything else too. So yeah. I'm just trying to, like, 
you lose me when you go into vaccines. I don't know. It just, I I don't know what's true. I don't know. I, you really wonder if they're doing that to you. Yeah. You like that's so scary. there there was a lot. It, it's funny though because going back to that. There was this time where, and I know I've talked to you guys before, like, I used to hate conspiracies. I used to hate them. And now I'm like, everything is questionable, which is a good thing. And then, like, so when I'm in this mode of everything's questionable, there's people saying, like, every president, the last uh, 42 presidents have been chosen by other people other than the people that have voted. They, they, they're already set in stone. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, I can see that. And then... So I don't know why, like, now I'm like, no, Trump should be, the people elected Trump, but it doesn't matter that the people wanted Trump right now. There's way higher powers, way higher powers that don't want Trump in office. we will never, ever know, ever. There's just no way. Well, that's where my my 10% hope is, is that I hope we do know. Matt, what do you got? What do you got on this? Um. Oh fuck! I was trying to look a up couple some, grape sodas. No, I was just trying to like look up some stuff, you know, as, like as far as like you know, uh, subliminal messages and shit, you know, and how they're talking about uh, you know playing songs in backwards and how you can yeah. hear you know the whole song. Pink Floyd thing. Yes, with the Wizard you know, of Oz. The yeah, Dark Side of the Moon. Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, obviously that would relate to me more. Have you ever heard of that? Side. You've it's never. Just, uh, it's just something that he's been trying to get me to listen to Dark Side of the Moon for like. A oh, while. you got, you got to do it. That you have actually, to. Well, actually, you have, you have so to listen to Dark tomorrow. Side of the Moon while watching. Ooh, ooh. While watching <laughs> Wizard of Oz. Well, no. While doing something else. Uh, that actually popped up yeah. first. Pink Floyd, Empty Spaces, though, popped up as the Empty top. Spaces, yeah. So there's a lot of like Beatles and Pink Floyd or or two of the. I, I will tell you, Roger Waters. I went and saw him in concert. The best concert I've ever been to. Yeah, and I'll tell you a story. A quick story. This is way off topic. I owned a 1987. No, I did. No, I did own it. 1987 Chevy Celebrity. Still rocking the bow tie, right? Puke green, disgusting car. And I used to. It used to work, but I used to ask girls, "Do you want to become a celebrity?" And they, it would work. So we, I, it worked. We drove to the Pink Floyd concert, Roger Waters. We're smoking the most amount of weed you could ever smoke. The, the whole car is just packed. We get there, we park. I get out. I'm, I'm out here, slam the door, walk away. And my buddy Mark goes, hey, you going to turn your car off? Turn around. I was like, yeah. Good, 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 good. Your door's unlocked, right? Oh, it's locked. Every door's locked. And I was like, shit. So we're sitting there, shaking the door. No one's door's uh, unlocked. Two cops come walking up, of course. And they're like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, hey, I locked my, my keys in the car. It's running. I don't know what to do. And he's like, well, I mean, we can wait for a, a tow or someone to come Jimmy. The, and I was like, I just need to get my keys. The concert's about to start. What can we do? So this is old school, 1987. So front window, back window. And then they had the small triangle in the back that you can like open. Yeah. Oh, one wind of the shark wing. fins. One of the shark fins. Or yeah, yeah, wind wing. So I told him, I said, hey, you bust that open. We get the car door open and we're good. So he's like, all right. So 
one of the cops takes his nightstick and is like, dink, it bounces off. Dink, bounces off. And he's like, are you sure I can do that? I was like, dude, do it. I don't care. It's, not, it's an old car. Boom, hits it. And it just fucking bounces off. And he's like, what the hell? And, the, and his other, his partner's like <laughs> <laughs> laughing at him. And he's like, wham, hits it. Nothing. The other cop takes his flashlight and goes, like that. Oh. All the smoke comes out. He's like, huh. <laughs> Have fun tonight, guys. And I was like, oh my God. I, was, I thought I was going to jail, dude. So much smoke came out. I was like, whoo. This is back when I was like, fuck, I can't. 18, 19. Before I ever even joined the army. That's great. Good time. Good shit. You got anything? No, I think uh, I think you guys are right with all with all that. You know, I mean, you see it on the mainstream media all the time, where you know everyone's talking, and they they Democrats are especially good at this. They hit their talking points, and every one of them follows suit. You know, it, it might be a couple words, but every one of them hits those words, minute by minute, hour by hour, yeah, twenty four hour news cycle, and they pound it into people's heads. Yeah, and they're good at it, and they, they very control good. the narrative. Of they every knew, topic. so they knew back in 2016 what they had to do, because that it, it, what happened was not supposed to happen. Everybody <clears throat> knows that. Everybody knows that Trump was not supposed to win. Yeah, in 2016, so they completely changed their game. And here's the best part about it: is if it was a story about a Republican sleeping with a Chinese agent. Right, they're a hundred percent in, and they don't stop until the people know. When it comes to uh, like, let's just say Fox News. I know they're they're not conservative. Uh, they are what they are, but they were the conservative outlet. When it would come to a Democrat getting in that, one person would cover it, and then they would say, "All right, let's cover stocks. Let's cover." Um, coronavirus let's cover this let's cover this and then let's let's cover the hunter biden situation and then let's cover the eric swalwell situation again so they would take this big step whereas the the cnn and all them that that's all that would be on there if it's vice versa if it's a democrat and cnn's on there this is what they do eric swalwell will be in the news and they'll be like all right um supposedly a chinese agent was in in america then they'd fucking wipe it away and, and they would start talking about something else. So they'd be like, all right, we'll drip that there because we're, we're honest news, right? We're going to drip this here and we'll say blah, 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 blah. And then two months later, they'd be like, all right, Eric Swalwell um, talked to this this lady, Fang Fang. All right, drip that there. And that their whole point is they literally have a, a website called moveon.org. They're, they're all about, oh, get over it. Get over it. Hey. Joe Biden won the election. Get over it. Sit down. Shut up. We would do the same. Did you? Yeah. You, you, you did a three-year investigation on Donald Trump for a pee-pee fucking tape that wasn't even real. All right? That's not real. But they, they do this whole thing where it was a jib, jib, jib. The Hunter Biden, the Hunter Biden story. They Oh, it, it's Russian disinformation. Hunter Biden was talking in Ukraine. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. We'll throw that off. Then Hunter Biden actually comes out and says it, and they're like, oh, yeah, Hunter Biden was, uh, he was over there. All right, we're going to wipe that away. Move on, guys, move on. We've already covered this. 
We've already talked about Hunter Biden in Ukraine. We've already talked about it three months ago. But no, you haven't. No, you haven't. So this is where they just like brainwash and they give this illusion that that the people have the power. They know what they're doing, but they don't. They don't know what's going on. They're they're giving them this whole illusion. That's why stop watching any mainstream media. Stop watching any of them. Uh, any of them, you know. So, yeah. so let me throw this at you for illusion of power. We have been told our whole lives that we, you know, our votes, it's, it's us that make the decisions. Now, I know personally from a very low local government that it, the people's voice doesn't fucking matter. No. I know that personally from the shit that I do, okay? Now you take that up to a grander scale, and here's here's where shit gets tricky. If January 6th, the Electoral College says, you know, say the, the, the Republicans in these states that turn blue say, fuck this, we're voting for Trump, that solidifies the illusion of power that it, it doesn't fucking matter what people vote for. If the ele- If there's no, like, proof of you know, voter fraud with the, with the election. What happens is regardless of what happens, people are going to feel their vote was nullified. That's there, it. There's 75 to 80 million people out there. They're going to feel the same way. No, it is. I mean, it is nullified. I mean, take 50 years ago, take, take 80 years ago. Or you sign an affidavit, you put your name on that line and you say, I swear under oath that this is the truth. That meant something. Meant right? something. It doesn't anymore. No. no. You, you have people coming up, so, sitting so in front of here, people, here and, is, and telling their story, and you have congress, congressmen and women laughing at you. I love it. In front of your face, sitting there. Because guess where this goes back to? What's his name? <laughs> the guy that runs it all. George Soros. Oh, Soros? Soros. Why? So, study was done. George Soros, right, gets put in all these big, big, big time medias and all these things. Go look. If you don't think your vote matters in a local area like you're talking about, go look where George Soros puts his money. All of it is local district attorneys in states that don't even matter. Local district attorneys and local state legislators. Why? Because... District attorneys can put people in jail, and they can keep people out of jail. State legislators can nullify votes or certify elections. Nullify elections, certify elections. He puts his money where he is. And this goes back, and this is so funny because I don't know why we didn't see this before. When we talked about going generation to generation, decade to decade... This guy's already been there. And I don't know if it's him personally. Obviously, there's people up above him. But George Soros, where his his funding goes, isn't to Joe Biden. He could give a shit about Joe Biden. He could give a shit about Donald Trump. Because who runs the country is your local DAs and your state legislators. Because the state legislators are going to put in into office whoever you want. Right. They're going to certify and nullify votes all you want. That's why you have people signing affidavits saying, I saw them cheat. And they're like, <laughs> doesn't matter. 
the the count in front of me says that Joe Biden won, so I'm putting Joe Biden in. That's all that matters. Yeah. You, the people with the power is where Soros puts his money. That's where. Because you put it down here, and you're gonna get it here regardless. That's where Republicans and America kind of have went wrong. You know, I, we, I'm telling we, you right now, there needs to be two separate parties right. split off. We, we've Republicans are so divided. Yeah, half of them are in on the bullshit. Half of them are as corrupt as everyone else. Yes, right. Um, but they also know we all got comfortable. Everyone got comfortable. Mm-hmm. Too comfortable. We all show up to work every day. We make our paycheck. We go home. We support our families. Live a good life, right? This American dream. But what people don't understand is, you know, back in the day, those guys are supporting their families too. They they were raised up on farm farms, and they they did all the hard work to support their families. But they also sacrificed all that shit. They put it down and say, you know what, yep. this is more important than making the paycheck, than supporting my family. I'm gonna put it all on the line. And they went and fought for America. To make it what it That's turned what's into crazy. Be. But people I, nowadays I, are too comfortable. They I won't think do the, that. The president and, needs to be the fucking frontline soldier yeah. in war. And they know that. They Again. know they know get it back. That we are gonna continue to go to work, make if, our paycheck. If we're you're too, raising that right hand that and too, you know you're going yeah, to war. You're too scared to give up that comfort. That that freedom it's a lot to go more fight difficult. for something. Yes. It's a so lot here's, more difficult. here's another angle of that. Without the war side, and, I, and I'm telling you this again from my own experience. You know, I'm wrapped up in a lot of. Well, I would say, I'm wrapped up in the circle of influence of our local town. Okay, and I see the people that are on the the city council. I know these people personally, and I think to myself, how in the world did these people get in this position? And not only that, they're making decisions for us. And I scratch my head and think to myself, this is madness, these people. Who put these people here, right? But am I going to do it? Fuck no. I work 10, 12 hours a day. I don't have fucking time. I don't have time for that shit. Because like you said, I'm comfortable. I've got a good deal. You know what I mean? I'm a capitalist. I make good money. I'm not going to make money on the city council. But we we got clowns in those seats, man. There's one guy that just got elected that is a fucking idiot. And I just think to myself, I can't... Who, who voted for this fucking guy? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But to me, it's... So, Patriot Ryan, I got a question for you. Why um, do you think in the last four years, <clears throat> regardless of the uh, the outcome of this election, do you think Trump succeeded? Like in his presidency? Yeah. I know I know you're super young into politics, so this... Right. Obviously, succeeded in what, though? You succeeded. were 14 years old when he yeah, got yeah. inaugurated, right. so, like, do you think he had a good presidency? Because right now, I'm telling you, between Matt, Mike, Mike, Rob, me, we all love Trump. Right. Right? I mean, we love Trump for a certain reason. Uh-huh. But do you think he had a successful presidency? The good things I hear are about econo- or you know, economics in America and yeah. how the economy is booming. And the only bad things that I hear about him are how he's racist and how he's these things. But I don't hear people talking about his policies, and I don't hear people back in the, back in the racism. I don't hear people with, actually yeah. giving me reasons 
to disagree with what he's You just hear the bad things. I just hear, oh, he's racist. All right, so so Matt, why why do you think, um, why do you think Trump succeeded this for four years? I mean, it it shows in in the in the numbers of jobs, you know, the American jobs, you know, keeping things in America, you know, and uh, I think that you know people are. It goes back to the the media. People are so blinded by him saying the wall, you know, talking about a wall or whatever, but they don't they don't realize how how much you know how many jobs he brought to the American people. You know, the fucking unemployment rate when fucking Obama was in was through the roof. And he turned that around in fucking one year almost, you know? So you have to look at the amount of jobs that he brought and kept the money within America is mm-hmm. how I look at it. Within America. He's not, you know, all the fucking... He brought people. a lot of plants back to America. Exactly. Right, he brought a with, lot of jobs back America. to America. With, he kept it in America. Yeah. That's what I look at at least, you know what I'm saying? But people are so blinded, you know, they just say, oh, he's a racist. I, I always want to tell people, if Trump was black... Would you feel the same way that you do now? If he was black, I don't. But know, he but said the same. Thing. I don't think it has anything to do with color. I think it has to do with his fucking name I, tag. I, but I, I still think I think it's a color thing. It, it, so if, if if Trump said the exact if same, if Trump things was he black did, and w- was they, Republican, it would be the same way. He, I guarantee they wouldn't. I don't see. I don't think they. Would. I think it would. I don't think they, they just would. had a black president. I know, but but he wasn't as outspoken, and you know. You know, politically incorrect as how Trump is. I think that it's it's a fucking it's a white it's okay. a color thing. I, I personally that. think. Well, I think that it, it, and I wanted to yeah. ask. I almost wanted to ask a black guy to say if, if Trump make sure was is... black, would you feel as strongly as you do about him? I would. And I would love to hear about hear, hear that answer because I feel like the majority of the people. What would they say? That's I mean, going to be a question we get back to. I really like that question, so we'll get back to that. So. What, what makes you think Trump was successful? So this, actually, Matt's actually talking on a subject for me that what he's saying is like the narrative of the higher power above president, world power narrative that they're feeding us. And, and the reason I say that is because, now think about it, what, what, is, what is the American life? What what is what is everyday life for people? You see the movies. Remember in Edward Scissorhands, there was like a scene where all the husbands went outside in their briefcases. They all pulled out of their cars at the same time. And they all went to work at the same time, right? The American like cliche almost, mm-hmm. right? You cookie, know, cookie cutter, right? So we go to work, we work our nine to five or whatever the case may be. We come home, we raise our kids, we have sports. I mean, it's pretty pretty basic. I mean, that's like. Really, it's capitalism. We, we go to work, the economy thrives, whatever the case may be. But the, So for me, when you think about the basis of what America is, the fact that we can make our own decisions, or we can vote, and this, that, whatever, and then you know we go to work, work at 95, we pay our bills, we buy our house, we live a life, we go to the grocery store when we want, and if your kids are really good at sports, they might be able to become uh, you know professional athletes. But... So to me, what you need for all of that to be successful is a good economy. Now, my sister is a strong female and has actually shown me where she's in a field with men. She's a top producer in a sales 
thing with other men, and sh they make more than her. Like, it's a real thing. I, I saw it with my own eyes. And I could go into the whole who negotiated the contract better. But I understand that coming out of that thing I just talked about where all the husbands go to work and the wives stay home, there's that transition where, you know, the women in the workplace. I can understand where women find, you know, hope or whatever in some of these strong females out there. But the thing is, these women, you know, and I support that. I really do. I support, you know, a, a good friend of mine is runs a large business in Vegas, and I, I think the world of her, and I, great for her, but the thing is, these women won't be able to find the success that they long for with no economy. They're not going to be able to go out and grow and get into the positions that they say they've been repressed from for so long with no economy. Yeah. So it, it's bizarre to me that these people, they vote for these, you know, People that just slow our economy down, hurt our economy. People like Biden that want to close down the whole country. They vote for them because there's a narrative in there that, oh, you know, it's to help all these people out. But it's they don't look at the other things that they're doing to actually hurt that same exact goal. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. It, 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 no, it, yeah. it's contradictory. And I don't understand how people don't see all the angles. So sorry to kind of get off on a tangent there, but in my opinion... If you look at Trump's leadership, the economy has done great. But the other thing is, is he really has done well with other relationships of other countries. Now, if you look at the United States as a business, because that's what it is, he has mended all these relationships with all these other countries and mended relationships with each other beyond us, which will come back to relationships to us. And then the other countries that have been bullying us or giving us a hard time or you know, he's been wise to their agenda to weaken us, he cut those ties. So in my opinion, bringing the jobs back here, putting sanctions against countries that are pulling away all our money, even though it's let, we pay less for the products they provide, it, it, again, it goes back into the same exact thing that we pay less for the products they provide, but then we don't have any jobs. So we need to pay a little bit more, and I'm willing to pay a little bit more for everybody else to have a job. Because that's so that. yours is economic, uh, and with with a little bit of uh, foreign relations spice on it. I, I just don't see how you could say any president did a good job at all with a shit economy. I don't yeah. understand. I, I yeah. because the thing is, people are starving to death out there. I, I, I'll give you guys this: the coronavirus shutdowns. In the the stock, the Dow is over thirty fucking thousand. How does that happen? I got one. All right, Mike. Uh, why do you think President Trump is successful president? I, I honestly think because uh, uh, America went away from its core values. America went years ago, long time ago, started to go towards globalism, trying to take over the globe, and put their powers into every other country and saying, this is the way I want you to run it. This is the way I want you to run it. This is how I see it. And that's where we went wrong. Trump came in and said, you know what? Fuck that. You do your thing. I don't want to get involved in your shit. You do your thing. Run your country the way you want to run a country. Don't mess with us. And we're good. Put America first. And, and that's what the president of the United States was always supposed to be about. That's big. It was supposed to be about America all about America 
everyone pays taxes. Everyone, you know, works in this country, and it was supposed to be for you. I'm in power to support you and you, you know. I work for you. That's what it was supposed to be about. And Where's Mike been this whole time? When they went yeah. to this globalist right. approach to try to overtake every single country, you have people wanting and seeking that power. Mm-hmm. And they go in and have small wars and kick out leaders of those countries and create all kinds of turmoil. And every city, every country in the whole entire planet. And it's wrong. And But when you do that, it, money flows in. I can create 10 different wars in 10 different countries and I'm getting a shit ton of money coming in. No questions asked. Wherever the hell you want it to go. Yep. Doesn't matter. Everyone's getting rich by doing this, these crazy wars. But meanwhile, it's, crea- it's creating turmoil everywhere in the world. Trump came in and said, you know what? You do your thing, I'm fine with it. I don't want to come in and r- rule your country. We'll get, we'll get past it. We'll move on. Bring troops home. America first. All money goes towards America. Bring jobs home. And no one likes that. You're cutting, you're cutting the money flow right off to all these high power officials. And that's the problem. Right. That's where all the, the shit hit the fan. Trump can't be bought. I love it. You can't I love be bought. It. All right, Mike. Well, Mike kind of touched on mine, but my my whole thing with why I think you know Trump was so successful was he's not he's not a politician. He doesn't give a shit about making deals with other countries and and you know doing all this stuff. He he truly cares for the American people. He really does. He truly wants to see this country succeed, and he doesn't care who he offends, who he hurts whose backdoor deals that he ruins, he wants to make sure that the American people are taken care of, that they have jobs, that they're not, you know, living on the streets, that the troops come home, you know, to be able to be with their families and, and, you know, enjoy their lives after spending the last, you know, decade overseas. Oh, 20 years. Oh, yeah, two decades. I mean, that, that that's all he cares about. He could give two shits about the politics and making sure that, you know, this, you know, senator or this, you know, person has their backdoor deal with this country. Hey, I want to make sure that the American people are taken care of. And I and I truly feel that's why he was so, like, loved by everybody. Or not, not everybody, but about, about half the country was because he truly cared about America. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's why I feel his presidency was like, like that's why, that's that's why I love Trump. Short and sweet. All right. So I'm going to drop some truth bombs here. Okay. Here is why president Trump was so successful. Okay. Minus all the trade deals he did. Right. The uh, USMCA minus the uh, the China trade deal that was going to go down before the whole coronavirus thing. Minus the fourth peace treaty that he just signed with the Middle East that John Kerry himself said would never happen in a million years. Uh, 
minus the economy, the lowest black uh, unemployment rate in in since we've had black unemployment history, um, any, anything. So, Matt, you have a good heart, right? You have a fucking amazing heart. I, I, I love you as a human being. Say you get a wild hair up your ass and you decide, I want to get into politics. I want to do, do something. I feel like I can fix it, something. You go into politics and you say, all right, um, what, what's the first step? City council? Maybe city council? So you go, you go to go into city council, okay? You get enough votes, you get in. Maybe someone shit their pants during the vote and you, ha you got a fucking shoe-in, right? So you get into city council, and basically what happens in the city council is there's a lot, a lot of stuff going on, and you're like, oh, oh shit, I didn't know this many, many votes had to come in. Like we had to vote on this, we had to vote on this, we had to, we had to vote on a new water fountain down the street, and blah 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 blah. Well, this guy comes up to you and says, hey, guess what? I, I'm a step above you, and I'm looking to get a water fountain put in this park over here. I really, we, hey, this water fountain will do us a lot of good. And you're like, yeah. I think a water fountain would do good, and you're and you're kind of like okay, young guy. I don't know what's going on. So he's like, hey, if you vote yes on my bill, we get this water fountain put in. Then if you ever want to take that step up, I got your back. Okay, cool, easy. At that, boom, you are compromised. At that point in time. You've been compromised for the rest of your political career. Because right. guess what happens next? You're up for that next spot. You get that yes. And they say, oh, I heard you're, oh, you're a good guy. All right, I need this. Hey, I need this uh, this uh, Bureau of Land Management, the BLM land. We need to get a little area of this. So you vote yes on this. You know, we, we got your back when you run for, uh, you know, state legislator or whatever it is okay all right well what if i said no well if you say no then we're gonna throw this at you you're compromised right compromised from day one every politician you know whether it be biden 47 years in 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 politics george w bush george bush bill clinton ronald reagan Barack Obama, I don't care who the fuck you are, they sold themselves at a young age to get to where they were today. Donald Trump never did. Donald Trump walked in and said, none of you motherfuckers own me. I make my own goddamn decisions. I don't care what you say. It's done. He went and told his family, we are going to get dragged through the mud. We are going to look like assholes to some, but we are going to look like heroes to all. And that's why Donald Trump is successful. He has never been bought by anybody. Anybody. Large, small, doesn't matter. He is not owned. Every other president, minus George Washington, has been owned by somebody. Including Abraham Lincoln, including Ronald Reagan, including Teddy Roosevelt. They've all worked their way up through politics, except for Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the only person 
to walk in off the street and say, I'm going to, I'm going to help this country get back on its feet. And that is why 75 million Americans hate his guts is because the media who is also owned by these politicians saw that coming. If not, if the, if the media were real true media and just called it how it is, you would have had 200 million votes out of 330 million people in America vote for Donald Trump. 100%. Guaranteed. He was not owned. He is not owned by anybody, and that's why people hate him. And that's why, I, that's why I adore the man. Yeah. I, I, even when Donald Trump first got into office, I was like, he's kind of rough around the edges. But I have learned that I just absolutely, I give this guy everything, all the credit in the world. He didn't need any of this. A billionaire to stop what he was doing, to make, to cut his, his company has lost half of its worth over the last four years. Half of its worth. And he still wants to do it. And he still wants to stay in for another four years. Fucking, this guy is my dude. Crazy. He is my dude. That's why he's successful. In my, in my opinion, I just. And the fact that people don't see that just shows how strong the media is. How strong how they are. How influential the media is. Yeah. It's how bad uh, how bad the brainwashing really is yeah. that we talk right. about. Yeah. I mean, you say, I'm going to bring, I want to bring back pharmaceuticals yeah. to be made in America and quit letting our health rely on a foreign country. What, what's so funny is what the, is li- wrong with the liberals. But they'll for- make you believe that's, a, that's, um, that's the so The liberals wrong. five years ago hated the pharmaceutical companies. Right. Now it's their hero. Yeah. Now it's their hero. Yeah. They can make them flip on a dime just like that. All they have to do is breadcrumbs in the media. Subliminal message. We're, we're going to get you. Gotcha. No, it, like, it goes back to what that the colonel said. Is that both sides are so far so apart. So far away. no matter what one side says, the other side is going to go yeah. completely Complete, opposite. Yeah. Just because. There is no. Just because. There is no way. And there's no story you tell me. That a far left radical liberal and a, a true conservative sit together and discuss ideas with each other. Not a chance. No way. No way. It will not happen. So what do you do? Because regardless of the outcome January 20th, there's going to be 75 plus million people that are fucking severely, not, not like kind of pissed off, severely pissed off. 